Hey everybody, I am Sarah Tanner and welcome to my podcast, The Sarah Tanner Podcast, where I talk all things plant-based, health and wellness, uh, from parenting to food to lifestyle changes to goal setting, everything that encapsulates basically what I see as your best life. And I want to kick off this first episode to introducing basically myself and how I came to be vegan and plant-based and basically doing what I'm doing. And if I have to kind of put each point into a nutshell, it really comes down to three or four key areas in my life that transformed me to be where I am now. I grew up in New Zealand, in Auckland predominantly, uh, born in Christchurch but grew up in Auckland. And, you know, led a healthy lifestyle as an active kid, two older brothers, always busy, fed amazingly well, thank you to my mum and dad, uh, but very much a meat and three veg family, typical Kiwi family household. And, you know, the odd McDonald's, Georgie Pie was definitely a go-to through school teenage years, but relatively healthy, you know, we never had Coca-Cola at home, uh, fish and chips was a treat on a Friday night. And... You know, coasted along pretty well, just the usual, uh, you know, illnesses and sicknesses that you have as a kid, but nothing major. And then going through puberty, uh, around the age of 18, I was diagnosed with polycystic ovaries. Now, it's important to note that I think this was due to borderline eating disorder in uh, my 16th, 17th year, I think, of life. Uh where just lost way too much weight and actually stopped having my periods. So I think right from then I created an imbalance in my body that then led to the polycystic ovaries. I'm sure that that contributed to it. And uh, so from the age of 18 diagnosed with that. So I'm just going to fast forward from there to when my husband and I, Jasper, who I've been together with for nearly 20 years, he's so amazing. I'm very, very lucky. Uh, when we decided that we wanted to have a child and it didn't happen you know you spend your whole life or your your teenage and early 20s trying not to get pregnant and then when you do and it doesn't happen it's a complete uh, a complete battle inside your mind and you know uh, guilt around your femininity and all these things crop up I'm sure um, many of you either have or know someone that has experienced fertility problems it's really difficult mentally and so we tried naturally for two years and it was around this time that I think I discovered my first superfood which was maca which I now have on a daily basis uh, but of course I was having it with cow's milk so you know uh, probably not the best combo in terms of fertility encouragement so like I say we went along for two years trying to conceive naturally and it still didn't happen went to a specialist had an internal scan and sure enough the polycystic ovaries are still very much there uh, textbook I think the specialist called it textbook polycystic ovaries uh, so we thankfully only needed one course of a drug called clomiphene which basically um, forces your body to ovulate and which I was not doing because of the polycystic and first time first cycle trying on the clomiphene we got pregnant and um, Stella was born which is super cool you know I don't regret going through any of that stage because I was actually able to see her as a little follicle inside of me before she was even conceived so I saw uh, the first half of her which is really quite magical a lot of people don't get to um, experience that so 
it gave me even more of an appreciation of the miracle of life, like just these two cells that come together to create this amazing person, this human being, which is fantastic. So that was my first uh, real step into the health and wellness world was, was the natural conception. And, um, you know, even back then, I mean, Stella's six next month, we're 2018. So just to give a time frame, if you're listening to this down the track, um, you know, even in terms of information that was out there for, on Google was, was, it was certainly there, but you know, there's much more information now. So, uh, that's, that's kind of when I dipped my toes into the water of, uh, health and wellness and, you know, looking at natural alternative therapies for fertility treatment, uh, like Vitex supplement maca, as I mentioned, and various other superfoods, which I kind of sporadically on and off, um, incorporated into my life but certainly my dietary aspect was certainly absolutely nowhere near what it is now you know we ate chicken nuggets we very much um, meat you know I sort of dabbled in and out of being paleo which is completely warped to what actually paleo people would eat um, you know a lot of meat and um, yeah as far removed from where I am now as as probably possible so Stella was born, that was fantastic, and uh, around the age of when she was six months old, so this is kind of my turning point number two, she was about six months old and everybody was away, my husband was away for work, uh, my mum and dad were away, who are my immediate support system, Jasper and mum and dad, and um, so at home with Stella, little baby, and I came down with shingles. I'd never really heard of it before. Um, and so again, Google came into play and it just opened up this can of worms of natural immune boosting foods, anti-inflammatory foods. And so it was just a little, you know, step closer to being where I am now. So, and by the way, guys, the reason that I feel it's important to go through this, you know, I mean, this is really, it's like a 10, over 10 year journey to to get to where I am now so I know it's really easy to compare yourself to people that seem to have it all together and seem to be in a space that you so badly want to be in but it didn't happen overnight and you know I don't regret any of the steps along the way that have led me to be where I am now so uh, it's important to note that that this is this has very much been a journey and I believe that that's what life is all about you know it's, there's a, a word called kaizen a Japanese word, K-A-I-Z-E-N, and it's about constant self-improvement, constantly being better, uh, and I live by that, you know, I think if we stay the same, then we we rot and we stagnate, uh, and we were not created, you know, going back to that little miracle of life that Stella was before she was even conceived, you know, this is a massive privilege we have, being in a human body with a human mind uh, that works it is an absolute miracle so to constantly better ourselves I think is absolutely our life's purpose and to channel that in a way of passion and authenticity is you know you've got it nailed <laughs> that's it right there you've, you've got your life sussed uh, so and and I'm certainly not saying I've got my life sussed but I've, I've I, I believe I've got the gist of it that you know can lead me to where I really want to be and I want to be where I am right now too that's that's important to note so uh, the shingles so I was put on very very strong antiviral drugs um, which just strip your system to bits and again Google 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 you know so much information out there 
about things that I was doing in my life that perhaps caused this to come about. You know, I wasn't looking after my immune system. Once Stella uh, transitioned to being on solids, I became very passionate about organic uh, organic foods and the whole organic system with the soil replenishment and, you know, how that directly affected our interior environment of our bodies and, and on a cellular level too. So organic was the next thing uh, and smoothies were just the gateway like really if I if I buttoned it down to one thing it would be smoothies that you know just put me full throttle into the whole health and wellness bubble that I'm in now and uh, so as she was as she was transitioning to solids I introduced smoothies so organic superfood smoothies for her and it meant that even though she wasn't at that fussy stage where she wouldn't touch anything green which is kind of how it is now uh, she would she would down a green smoothie and I knew that I could put you know probiotics in there uh, very gentle superfoods very very small amounts of course um, and beautiful homemade nut milks and things that and essential fats which are just funnily enough essential but, you know, all these wonderful things that I was able to flood her system with from a very young age. And it another, another, I mean, digressing here, but, you know, when you go through the Plunkett system, absolutely no disrespect to them. They're going on the information that they're given. Uh, and this is, this is where it can become difficult because you're dealing with people's belief systems. And I think a belief system is kind of a redundant system because you, you're, you're closing off your options for other options ultimately. So I try and whilst I do have certain beliefs, uh, I try and remain open to other viewpoints. It's very important, especially if you're trying to help people make change in their lives. You know, I have to have an element of understanding from where you're coming from uh, to completely rule out anybody that eats meat or animal products is nobody that I want to talk to is really, well, it's completely stupid to start with, but it's it's not fair on the person, it's not fair on me, and it's not fair on the whole health and wellness movement as a whole. So, you know, the goal is for us to eat more plants, basically, whole foods, and have an understanding around our health. I think that's really key as well. So it's important for me to have an understanding of as many angles as possible and uh, to really reserve my judgment because I came from that place too, you know. Uh, sure, I've never been seriously ill touch wood I've never been um, you know morbidly obese or um, so it's hard for me to have an understanding in, in a physical a aspect but I guess psychologically it's really important to to have that compassion and empathy for for other people's beliefs and viewpoints so shingles set me off organic and then I actually created a um, business based on that. So I had double foot surgery when Stella was about 18 months old, and which resulted in me having six weeks in bed. Uh, absolutely no weight bearing whatsoever. I look back on it and I think, far out, man, that was, that was intense. So six weeks literally in bed, Jasper had to, um, you know, wheelchair me to the toilet, had to shower me. Uh, it was full on, but anyway, um, resulted in having screws in each foot. It was corrective surgery, and during that time, I just treated myself like an absolute guinea pig. So I wanted to get back to the specialist's office after that six weeks and just completely wow the socks off him, like with my healing and 
progress and um, of course his socks stayed on but he was very very impressed I just um, you know took it really really seriously that whole healing process and interestingly enough even though I was not vegan at the time of my healing I went vegetarian during that six weeks post-op uh, because I knew that meat and animal products were very inflammatory on the system so I wanted to reduce inflammation understandably after having surgery your body goes into a massive shock and inflammation state uh, to try and heal itself so I wanted to reduce any inflammation that I was ingesting and putting into my life uh, to help my body go through that healing process so and that six weeks was absolutely like I wasted no time I was on my laptop you know, every day watching YouTube, reading blog articles, uh, podcasts weren't really a thing then, but, um, you know, just absorbing as much information and content as I possibly could about being the healthiest I possibly could basically. And just treating my body like the machine that it was, that it could heal itself, that it could, uh, avoid being sick every winter and all these things that we just kind of, you know, accept as, um, part of life really but we don't need to and so the smoothie business came about so it was it was literally just a um a side project you know I thought it'd be cool to do while Stella when she starts daycare when she was two years old um just to do part-time so I set up a uh, commercial raw kitchen in our one car garage in One Tree Hill and um had it all certified and everything was all kosher and had a website started the business and it was it was literally just people ordering organic superfood smoothies off the website that my darling dad would pick up and sometimes my husband and deliver to doorsteps around Auckland to offices to kids parties uh, and it just grew uh, I've recently left that business to be able to dedicate a hundred percent of my time to doing what I do now which is I mean in a nutshell helping businesses and brands be more vegan um, and and people as well so whether it's on an individual level through things like this or my blog or my Instagram or I consult to uh, various beautiful businesses like Series Organics, uh, Sunfed Meats, New World Remuera uh, so that's what I do now is dedicate 101% of my time and you, you have to understand that um, I live and breathe this you know people describe me as passionate and and I almost feel like that's an understatement because there isn't a time that I go oh you know what I just I just want to watch Netflix tonight and actually have nothing to do with helping people or thinking about health and wellness it just it just doesn't happen it it seriously does not happen my poor husband never gets to watch um you know movies with me and because I'm just like on YouTube or listening to a podcast or reading an article it's it's constant and I think you know that you're doing the right thing you're meant to be doing when it gets to that point when you're like actually I don't want to switch off from this I don't want to break from this I don't want to plan a holiday to escape what I'm doing I, I don't I don't want to escape this it's like this is it this is where I am right now is um, to completely be in a space where I can help other people or hopefully help other people make positive change in their lives and it's not only about what we eat uh, and drink 
it is so much about our mindset as well because you know you can eat the healthiest food in the world but if you feel like crap on the inside and your head is not together you are not healthy i'm sorry it's a whole package it's hard work it's a full-time job but you know i would prefer that rather than being on prescription medicine and in and out of doctor's offices and uh, you know actually taking control I do like to have control and so this is the ultimate control that you can ever give yourself is your health and wellness taking control of it Uh, learning up about you know other people's stories the the evidence is out there that this is the way to go and I'm excited to see my dad texted me this morning um, there's a big article in the Herald today about how plant-based is the future of food you know whether you like it or not and you love your steak you've got to admit that things have to change and uh, I have said this for a while that New Zealand really needs to switch from thinking of themselves as a beef and dairy country and exporting that to looking at the changes that are happening in the marketplace and in consumer behavior and purchase decisions that are leading to more plant-based options globally there's a massive shift happening and we need to look at that industry as a country we need to look at that industry industry as a real potential for us to lead the way we've got amazing countryside that you know can be swapped from grazing cows and dairy farming to growing organic crops uh, to create meat alternatives Sunfed Meats is a company that I work for that does pea protein uh, chicken, alternative chicken, and that I think is the way forward. So I have digressed there a little bit from my personal story, but it just, you know, it just leads to how I am where I am now. And I think if you are wanting to become more plant based, it is one step at a time. You know, there is no um, deciding that you want to run a marathon and you do the thing the next day I mean you'd have to be a physical freak of nature to be able to do it without zero training there's steps to get to where you want to be and so that is hopefully you know that's my big vision is to have as many avenues as possible to be able to bring to you that you can start implementing that change and you know there's there's three little pointers that I like to ask people How do you feel right now? So truly, honestly answering that, how do you feel right now? You know, is your physical uh, position not where it could be? I'll self-admit that, you know, I need to work on my physical side. I need to do some strength training. I feel really good when I feel stronger and I've been doing weight training. I need to work on my physical self. That's cool. I realize it and I'm doing it. So how do you feel right now? And if you write that down, it can be, It can be one thing, it can be a series of things about how you're feeling. And then the second thing to think about is how do you want to feel? It's not how you look. Nobody cares about that, seriously. Nobody cares about how you look apart from you and maybe your partner. Um, So how do you feel right now? How do you want to feel? So what's your goal? You know, do you want to be off medication? Do you want to lose xyz kgs do you want to be able to climb a mountain somewhere in the world you know a a goal that encapsulates how you want to feel and and something that represents that and then the third aspect 
What can you do right now? What can you do right in this moment? So if you're feeling shitty, if you're feeling overweight and where you want to be feeling is in a swimsuit for a summer holiday next year, what can you do right now to take ownership of where you want to be? And this translates to anything in your life, not just your health. So it's those steps that are key. So all those steps that I mentioned, unfortunately, you know, being unwell, um, fertility problems, shingles, healing the body, those things all led to where I am now. And everything will evolve as well. It's important to say that five years ago, where I wanted to be health-wise, you know, it would not have looked how it does now. I can tell you five years ago, if you said to me, five years time, Sarah, you're going to be vegan. And you know what? Not only that, but you're going to be trying to get other people to be vegan. I'd be like, you are cray cray. Seriously, there is no way that is happening. Um, and that's the other thing is that is a big passion of mine is shifting that perception of veganism. Um, you know, I heard the word vegan and I would, I would switch off. In fact, I wouldn't even switch off. I think weird, weird, extreme, don't want to know about it. So that's why I call myself vegan and not plant-based because I want to shift the perception to what people not only think about veganism, but how it looks too. You know, I'm a contemporary chick. I love fashion. Um, I live in Auckland. I've got a husband. I've got a child. We do modern things. I shave my armpits. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm an everyday woman and I'm vegan. So that's how I think and how I eat and how I drink. Uh, and how I live my life too. So it's shifting that perception, which is, um, you know, part of the mission as well. But the bigger picture is to to help as many people as possible. Uh, and, you know, that step from whilst I was in the business that I started, Organic Superfood Smoothies, delivering out and then opened a cafe. And during that time was when I became fully vegan. So, uh, and it was, it was really documentaries. So I think Cowspiracy tipped me over the edge. That was my one. So I was pretty much vegetarian, was still having eggs and watched Cowspiracy. And I was like, nah, this is not for me. You know, I'm very much about energy and frequency. Uh, I believe, well, scientifically, we know that every single thing is bundles of little cells of energy. And you feel it when you're around someone that has bad energy. You feel it. It's their frequency that is it's prickly. It's spiky and it's dark. You know, you don't want to be around it unless you're prickly and spiky and dark too because misery love loves company and we all want to hang out together and wallow in our misery and self-pity. But when you up your frequency and when you become a happier person intentionally, not just by default, intentionally become a happier person, you want to welcome that frequency into your life. So it was an ex-staff member... Um, a woman in her 50s, a longtime vegan, that said to me, when you eat an animal, you're taking on the energy of that creature. So you think about, and I try not to dive into this too much, but it is important to note when we're talking about energetic levels and frequencies, when you ingest the meat of an animal, you are also ingesting their energy on a cellular level. So it doesn't matter if that animal is organic, grass-fed, or in a factory farm, that animal has led to 
being slaughtered effectively to be on your plate. So there's no pretty way to say it. Uh, there's no way to fudge around it. And so you you think of a human being that's been through crisis, whether it's you know rape, um, home invasion, physical abuse, sexual abuse, any of the most horrendous acts of uh, human experience that you could put onto somebody. It affects them on a cellular level. We know this. Uh, you know, it leads to depression, anxiety, stress, and often leads to illness because the disruption within the person on a cellular level translates to their physical well-being. So it's no different if it's a cow, a sheep, a deer, a fish, uh, whatever is your choice, even dairy that animal has had a life experience. We know this. Uh, they're not just, you know, animals with legs and bodies and faces. They actually have emotional intelligence. And so you translate that to the animal. It's in them. And it's in them on a cellular level. And then we're eating it. And I think, I don't know about you guys, but I think there's enough crap in the world that bombards us from so many angles whether it's the news whether it's instagram you know if you're following people that don't make you feel good that's just as just as bad as watching the news with all the shitty stories on it um it's constant this bombardment of negativity of you know lack of self-worth and lack of self-belief and misery you know there's you look around unless you specifically follow people on instagram that lift you up there's not that much positivity in the world unfortunately so i don't believe personally we need to be ingesting negativity as well there's nothing positive if we're talking frequency and cellular levels there's nothing positive about eating another animal um, it doesn't matter how it was raised eating plants and vegetables on the other hand is a whole nother story it's like it's it's what i call energy eating and eating happy so if it's been organically grown um you are ingesting absolute magic like on a cosmic level as woo as that sounds uh you know that is the good stuff for your body i'm going to dive more into digestive processes and digestive health which is another big area that uh you know needs to be covered and thought about more when we're eating and drinking things um down the track in another episode but for today i think you know that's probably enough it tells you a little bit about just a snapshot of things that have happened in my life that have led me to be where i am now and i'm constantly still learning you know i watched a documentary the other night about the ketogenic diet which of course is promoting um eating animal based products and you know, I I feel compelled to to have knowledge about this because if I'm trying to help change in other people, I have to understand that, you know, a level of compassion, understanding and empathy from where they're coming from is key to make change. If I'm straight off the bat judgmental and how dare you eat meat, you know, you crazy murderer, um, that's not going to help anybody. And actually, I would never want to sound like that anyway. I think there's enough angry vegans in the world. So uh, that's that's pretty much it for episode one. If you have any questions, you know, jump on my website www.saratana.co.nz or on my Instagram, which is at saratana.nz. 
and you can email me sarah at sarahtanner.co.nz i love fielding questions and helping people you know wade through the minefield that is nutrition and health and wellness it really doesn't need to be that confusing i think it it 100 comes down to how are you feeling how do you want to feel and what can you do right now so those three things if you take nothing else from this podcast take those three things how are you feeling how do you want to feel and what can you do right now i think that will give you uh, a little sense of control and power that will help you step forward into where you need to be so have an awesome day thank you or evening depending on what time you're listening to this Uh, thank you for listening and i'll check in with you guys soon thanks very much